what do they call it? They call it uh, Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. That's right. What's going on, guys? Royale with cheese here with episode number 15. Bring you a little different show today. Uh, we decided, since we didn't want to go see Gemini Man, that uh, we take on some other new movies. Uh, maybe not so new. But uh, only the best of Netflix. Only the best of Netflix, honestly. We decided we took a long time to sit down and paint out only the best of Netflix to bring to you guys so that you know our opinions. Seeing that we did take a film class, we would know what we're talking about. Yes. So, Seth, why don't you lead into our uh, first one? Well, first one, we got a size six, one and a half girl named Jody, and she's wearing size 13 Nikes. I know. I know what you're thinking here. Size 13 Nikes. Holy cow. Yeah, that's, that's that's honestly pretty much enough to just inspire us. I mean, yeah, she, she, I mean, basically because she's wearing size 13 Nikes and she's six, one and a half, how's the weather up there? That, that's, that's, <laughs> the amen. She's in high, a junior in high school, I believe, and uh, she has a really hard time because everyone picks on her. And, um, this Swedish foreign exchange student comes and things start changing for her well, because Kayla, he's like 6'4". I think we're missing out on a big key here. The big key is she, it feels really bad because no guy hits on her. Except that her best friend's been hitting on her for the last That's true. 20 years. She she wallows <laughs> in self-pity because no guy will ever like her. And also, can I just ask a simple question? How come it took a foreign exchange student to be over 6'4"? Like, no one else <laughs> in her school is over six one like no one yeah He's, like this is a anomaly not seen anywhere but else. you gotta give the camera crew and the director props because all the angles were like you were looking straight up at her so it literally looked like she was a giant it's true they make her seem way bigger but that's my point if they want with the angles and stuff why didn't they make her like tell her that she was like six foot four no, no, no. Like, at Kale, least make Kale, it, Kale. Make it she wears size 13 here. Nikes. All right. Size 13. So, so, basically, this movie is directed by Nzinga Stewart, written by uh, Sam Wolfson. And uh, the, Jody is uh, played by Ava Mitchell. Her uh, short best friend is uh, Griffin Gluck. He's Jack Dunkelman. They call him Dunkelman throughout the film. And she has this. Gorgeous sister that is Miss whatever Al- Miss what is it? What's where's New Orleans? My geography is sucking on me right okay, now. Uh, Florida, right? Oh, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's definitely like Alabama. <laughs> I'm New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. It's in always it. in the NCISs. So okay, this, this okay. It's definitely it's in, in the NCISs. That's all we know. Um, but anyways, this director she is known for Louisiana. With, knew it this whole time. With the ring, <laughs> Station Nineteen, little or pretty little something, and a million little things. So probably nothing you've ever heard of. I mean, if you have, please please share that with us. I would I would like to know that. I I mean we might as well just break. also also wait wait we also have to hit on. I did look at the writer, and if I believe I'm correct, this writer is known for shockingly. Only tall girl. Wow, and that's I, a true surprise. I was I was quite shocked at this. Yeah, so I'm just gonna give a rundown of the story real quick because uh, I don't care if I'm spoiling it. Basically, uh, she's tall. People make really mean jokes such as "How's the weather up there?" Really I mean that if really damaging, uh-huh. really damaging. And so basically, foreign exchange student comes. She falls in love with him. 
he falls in love with the mean pretty girl in the school they start dating she goes behind their back and make and cheats with the Swedish for exchange student so she's pretty much a scummy person yes I don't know why you feel bad for her she and she makes all of her friends hate her her boy her her best friend Dunkelman who's been wanting to date her for years she basically just you know disowns him yeah so basically it goes through all this and in the end she finds out that she doesn't want the Swedish guy because the Swedish guy doesn't really want her. He wants her, but he doesn't want to be embarrassed by going out with her. And she gets up on stage at prom and gives this whole speech about basically body positivity and how, I don't even know, pretty much garbage. And in the end, she ends up with Dunkelman. Now, this movie is so bad. It is so, so bad. Can we just... Can we just- take a minute and hit on like bullying bullying's not good but if this is what bullying's come down to i mean honestly the people that bully need to step their game up because this is pretty low like if this is where our society's got to where you bully a six one and a half girl like come on you can't tell me there's other things you can't bully people yeah, for this is like, this is <laughs> this is also a big problem i had with it because i'm like i would consider myself to be a fairly tall person and all I'm saying is, there are no real tall jokes. It's like, how's make, the weather up there is a joke tall people use it's, for short people yeah. saying, how's the weather down there? It's literally trying, like, even if they say, how's the weather up there, how is that offensive? Like, it's literally, like, making fun of Brad Pitt for being so good looking, is the, <laughs> my opinion. Like, how like how offensive can it be? Like, it's, it's like the dumbest stereotype and joking of all time. Okay, and also, if she's this tall... She seems, like, fairly athletic. She would probably slaughter at basketball if they're putting it. Yeah. Because she's, she's the tallest person in the city. So, I mean. Yeah, she, pretty much. <laughs> she would be a god at basketball <laughs> or any other sport that requires height. Also, I just want to hit on, like, she tries it tries to portray her as this sympathetic character. But uh, she comes from a, at least an upper middle class family. With both, her sister. With both, this man, yeah. with both parents who love her. And are together. She's she's pretty. I'm not gonna lie. She's definitely not ugly. I don't even care if you want to say what she's. She's not ugly. She's not ugly when she tries. <laughs> what I'm saying is she's not ugly. Okay, and she's has literally every advantage in the world, and we're supposed to feel bad for her. Like there's nothing, and, and she can play multiple instruments and can sing. But she doesn't do it because it draws too much attention to her and she doesn't want people but, to but, have any more reason to have attention on but her. But what I'm saying is she literally has a perfect, almost perfect life set up already and we're supposed to feel bad for her because she's six foot one. Well, Kelp, she doesn't have a podcast reviewing movies going That's on. true. And she does nothing for herself because she literally dresses... Like a tomboy no, no, the whole film. I'll let you. This. I'll let you. I'll let you. I'm just saying. She dresses like a tomboy this whole movie. And it makes... And, like, she doesn't try... And there's parts of it where she puts on makeup and stuff and tries to look feminine. And she's a lot prettier. And she's prettier. Like, she's... It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean... Like, straight up... I mean, honestly, the costume designer must have been Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle must have been in the back <laughs> costume designing <laughs> her clothing. She's wearing Dave Chappelle's line of clothing yeah. throughout the whole film. Like, like, like she just walks in with like, I mean, what did be called? It like 
it's like a mechanics. It's outfit. a jumpsuit. Yeah, it's, jumpsuit. It's, yeah, exactly. it's, yeah. Literally, it's it's like and yeah, it's just. She doesn't feel comfortable wearing dresses, which is whatever. I'm not going to judge her for that. But in the end, at prom, she comes in with, like, something Elton John would straight up be wearing. <laughs> like, this ruffled uh, three-piece suit. I mean, and f- ruffly shirt. It is... No, no, but it was it was straight up from Elton John's day, too. Like, the collar was, I'm like, just saying, wavy like, and, like... It's not something you'd wear. What I'm day. saying is you can't sit there and tell me that's any more comfortable than wearing a dress. There's no way. I, I've exactly. never, I've never worn a dress, but I've worn a suit, and I can sit here and tell you what, especially what it's she was wearing. Up on stuff you don't want to grab. Well, because up she's on. wearing like a women's tailored suit, so it's tighter cut around things. That's not gonna be comfortable. No, it's not. I, I mean, I mean, I think like, I think for one, I think we can all agree she shouldn't have ended up with my boy. Yours truly, not me. But the boy, and who is he dating? What was her name? Uh, Actually, you know what? I revoke everything I just said. Who's, um, who's tall the, people are the most oppressed people in the world. Um, we deserve the, our own month. Who's okay. the actor? I don't know was her it name. Kristen, Christina Moses? I have no idea who it was. Uh, Griffin? Well, anyways, Griffin. Whoever he was dating before, I think we all could have sat here and hoped he ended up with her. For sure. Yeah. I mean, no one wanted him with the tall girl. Now, granted, and also, can we hit on how the plot of the whole movie was basically around him carrying this dumb milk crate for the yeah. whole end scene? Yeah, like, yeah, he literally the carries her on milk crate so he can kiss her, and, and like that's that's the movie that that's why he carries a milk crate. Around. And also, I just I I let's get into the Swedish boy. Ah, yes, his I accent. Mean, Made me laugh every time he opened his mouth. The Swedish chef, it literally is a more convincing Swedish person. No, it was like this. It was like <laughs> if back when we were kids and you're trying to in uh, impersonate an accent, that's how it sounded. It sounded like you had no idea what the accent sounds like, but you're just throwing out words out there. <laughs> and that's exactly how it It sounded. was so bad and so brutal. And he's also just a terrible actor also, which didn't help. But then on top of that, when he comes in, he comes into the class and like every movie and TV show trope of all time, he walks in and the teacher announces him. And they're, I'm assuming chemistry, it looks like chemistry, this complex problem on the board. And he walks up there and solves it, then goes sits down. Well, Please tell me what class people would be like, oh my gosh, I, this guy's so smart. I love this kid. No, everyone would be saying, who is this douchebag? I yeah, hate this kid. Yeah, who? Let's bully him. <laughs> let's, let's take it off the tall girl and let's bully this Swedish foreign exchange student. Like, there's no like, way. No one likes somebody that kisses a teacher's butt. No matter how, except for the person that is kissing the teacher's butt at the moment. Yeah. No one does. No, yeah. Even the smart kids don't. Even the smart kids. I mean, this guy is just brutal. And like I said, Yo- Jody is a terrible person because she cheats. Oh, yeah. She cheats with him and does a little stuff. So I don't know why we're sympathetic towards her. And this guy, he's just a total douchebag and they try to make him out like that. But you don't care about this guy because he's just so empty and meaningless yeah. and cringy to watch. I mean, for sure the acting was not good in it really at all. I mean, also what I do have a question. 
Um, no one thought to call her Shrek or Fiona. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would have been a good roast. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's let's think of some good roasts here. Okay? There were no good roasts in the movie. Not a single one. Like, not even close. Also, the only people I liked in the movie was obviously. Uh, I'm not even gonna try saying. I'll say her last name. Crayman from The Office. Oh, Angela from The Office. Yeah, basically. Oh wait, yeah. that's her. Yeah, she's Angela from The Office. She's the mom. And she is super unsupportive and mean. It's the dad's actually pretty much pretty mean too. They try to be supportive, but they're both actually like secretly really mean to her. Yeah, um, yeah. And you know what's really funny? The the now they're playing off how no one likes her. As soon as she starts, like, I mean, like before. Let, let's be honest. Like, if you don't try at all, even guys have to try. Like, it's it's not a difference. Yeah. Like one or the other. But when you don't try at all, you can't respect exalt results. Results, just like in sports or yeah. anything else. But when she does put a little effort into it, the kid that's been making fun of her since she was three years old actually falls in love with her. Okay, no, no, because she's actually pretty. But that's what I'm saying. Like, what is the message of this movie then? Like, they try to go kind of for this body positivity, whatever you are, like just be comfortable in yourself, right? But the movie also portrays that if she decides to put makeup on and do her hair she's automatically super attractive now and everyone loves her so what is this really teaching all these girls really just if you put makeup on you'll be attractive like it's such conflicting messages throughout the whole movie it i don't know what they're trying to say by the end of it and i don't want it to say anything because it's an awful movie and if you get any message from this i don't know how it is the worst like honestly i wouldn't like there's movies that are bad enough where they're funny this is not one of them. This is just bad. Like it, I mean, it, I did laugh sometimes at the accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But besides <laughs> that, like this honestly made me angry for the film industry and for Netflix because Netflix has put out some like decent ones. Like I mean, I mean, Kale might a little bit disagree with me, but even uh, Velvet Buzzsaw wasn't terrible. No, it was pretty bad. Um, what's the Triple Frontier? Okay. That that was okay. I think I gave that like no, a six I, or a seven. I think they do. What was the other one? Well, the the house that Jack built, or no, 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 that wasn't them. <laughs> not not that. But um, no, about the serial killer. Uh, you talking about the uh, one with Zach Efron? No, 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 no. It, we watched it. it uh, I'll find it. Think I'll about find it. it. Think about it. Go ahead. Um, no, Netflix originals. I think they do better in TV shows. Uh, I think they just put out a lot, a lot of content. So most of it's bad before any of it's good. But obviously they're putting out like the Irishman and uh, my name is Dolomite and also uh, I think it's called Wedding Story by Noah Baumbach this year in December. So I mean they got they got movies for sure that I mean that are good and that I enjoy watching. But I think overall a lot of their stuff and it seems like the stuff that gets watched the most. Even though they don't release the numbers, it's kind of like insinuated that these are movies that are watched the most are usually some of the worst ones. And I mean, I don't, I also don't understand why they set this in New Orleans. There's literally one scene where they kind of are, have like this Mardi Gras feel to it. But I'm like, you could have set this in the middle of Ohio and had the same exact movie. Like, why would you go to New Orleans and then not play off being in New Orleans at all? And when they did, it was really just awkward and cringy yeah uh i'm still trying to find this one but actually i mean they once again they have good movies and they put money into even these movies 
It's just when they pick people that's never directed a good movie or never written a good movie, it's going to be a trash movie. Well, it's a trash movie, but this movie also, I guarantee, got streamed 20 million times. That's true. So, I mean, they're doing something right, I guess, in a weird way. Or maybe they're just advertising crap out of it and people are lazy and click on the first thing they see. I don't have the answer, but I'm sure this movie did well. I mean, uh, Seth, what was the rating you gave this movie? I gave it a 2 out of 10. I literally gave it a 1 out of 10. See, I thought about giving it a 1, but... This movie was offensive to me. This movie was offensive. I mean... It was that bad. It, it was, was offensive. It was pretty but bad. I don't, I don't want to spoil it yet, but... Th- never mind. I'll talk about it later. We'll get into it later. Okay. But, um, you know, this movie was just awful. 1 out of 10, a 2 out of 10 for you. And it was just murdering my eyes to watch it. A murder like the murder party. Mystery. It's murder mystery. Dang it, murder mystery. The most generic title for any movie of all time. Now, granted, this is by far Netflix's best scheme in the sense this made the most money. Even more than Targirl. This movie was streamed uh, 75 million times within the first four weeks, released by Netflix. I mean... 75 million times. That's like seven times bigger than the series finale of Game of Thrones. Well, if we're hitting on it, I mean, all in all, they they did good with the sets. I don't think the sets were terrible. Well, it's not sets. They're filmed that's actually why, well, that's lo- why I mean. on location. This movie costs money to make. I mean, you can definitely tell they had to put money to make this movie just because they shot everything on location. I mean, it, it's also classic. You got Adam Sandler playing another bad movie. I mean, not because <laughs> he's... I mean, at this point... I would have to categorize him as a bad actor because even though I think he has still potential, a I lot would of potential, he plays in so many bad movies that you have to assume he's a bad Actually, actor. I don't know if you can, I don't know if you call him a bad, I think the better word is lazy because well, we see he, what he wears. Because what, no, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is he's not bad actor because he, he can, he is good, a good actor in movies. I think he's lazy and does these movies where he can just, do nothing and make millions of dollars. That's Which my point. Which is smart. I mean, if you're going finance, it's lazy. If you're going it finance, pisses me off because he's smart. good. He's good in movies like Uncut Jabs coming out. He's good in movies like um, Punch Rock Love. I mean, he <laughs> can be good. You would have to categorize him. I see. So picking the right movie to be in, I feel like that's part of acting. And I feel like there's good actors out there that just suck at doing that, like Brad Pitt. He he's not good at that. Um, Nicholas Cage, not good at that. <laughs> Adam Sandler is the worst at that. Like by far the worst. Well, they're movies he makes. That's the thing. It's not yeah, like he even yeah, chooses. Right. But okay, basically, it's got Jennifer Aniston in it. Jennifer Aniston and uh, Adam Sandler are married to each other. Adam Sandler keeps failing his detective exam, but he keeps lying to his wife that he's a detective because he just can't get past the exam. Basically, they want to take this trip to Europe. The wife has been pushing it, so they decide to go on it. They meet up with this rich guy who says, hey, basically, take, instead of taking your trip, why don't you come on my yacht and do all this rich people stuff? They say, yes, of course. Basically, through that, they're on the boat, and the guy's uncle is this rich billionaire, and he's about to sign over his last will and testament. Test, is it testimony? Testament? Whatever. Uh, No, will. He's about to sell. Will. I know. He's your, about to sell will. his will. To, he's about to give all of his money and stuff to this young... His mistress. His mistress that he's that's super young. So what happens is the lights go out. 
he's murdered. So it has to be someone in the room. Just get just play out the whole movie. Basically, I'll between, head on after it. Between these seven people, they go through it. They have to figure out who the murderer is. It's this mouse. Every other people keep getting murdered. You don't know who it is. Blah blah blah. Very typical movie, just like the title, Murder Mystery. They put no thought into this movie. Lazy as ever. Am Sandler, Am Sandler, basically laziest I've seen him in a long time. Just walks through this oh, film. He's he's bad. I mean, there they actually have some. I mean, kind of known names in it. I mean, to start off, you got two very well-known names. Adam Sandler, Jennifer Anderson, which she's been in a couple good movies. I mean, we both like We're the Millers. That's hilarious. I, I don't know if it's okay a good movie. movie. I mean, better than Adam Sandler. But no, also, Adam Sandler's been in better movies than her. Luke Evans is... I don't want to say he's, a, he's not a B actor, but he's played in some bigger movies i mean obviously dracula the untold story like come on (laughs) no but he's in beauty and the beast he's one of the main characters he's in fast and furious and he's in the hobbit i mean so and then his father uh terrence stamp he's in both the, the original superman and superman 2 uh, I don't know the other ones that he's in. Yeah, I mean... But, I mean, they're decently known actors that are in this film. Like, it's not like they're unknown people. It just feels like Netflix signed this multi-movie deal with his production company, I'm saying, so he's like, okay, we need a script. They're like, oh, we found this script. Murder mystery. And then he's well, like... they didn't find it. Adam Sandler wrote it. And they're like, they're like no, no, that would cause effort. They probably picked this up on the interwebs probably like some free free <laughs> scripts or something.com and he's like ah some people die and stuff now i'm not gonna say i didn't laugh at all during this movie i mean there were some f- decently funny parts but i mean and a lot i of will say adam sandler rocked the mustache that, that, that was, <laughs> he was rocking it this movie really doesn't make any sense either it doesn't and how they solve the mystery doesn't make any sense either because the whole point like they solve it and then the yeah, cops that like, actually the legitimately like, pissed me off. The cops like, "Well, do you have proof?" She's like, "Yeah, my husband hit her in the plate with, or hit her in the face with a plate." So they're like, "Take off your hat." She takes off the hat. I know. And they automatically proceed. She's the criminal. They have no proof that he hit her in the face with a plate. Not just Zero that. Proof at all. Not just that. They solve the mystery, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Oh wait a minute, we didn't completely solve it. Time for a chase through the streets." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, just stop and this movie. What are we doing for 20 exactly. more minutes? How is there 20 more minutes to this movie?" And she's driving, and they act like she's never drove a stick before. And, and she's like, driving. How's she driving? Oh, 100 yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. It's Okay, I mean, this movie honestly feels like it was made in two months. They're like, all right, here's the script. Let's do it. Shoot it. One take. Honestly, it just pissed me off because, so, like, once again, the setting, or not the setting, the scene, the scenery, whatever you want to call it, wasn't bad because it was the actual place. It actually looked pretty good and was kind of cool to watch in that sense. But the acting, I wouldn't even say the acting was terrible, just the whole storyline was trash. No, the acting was super lazy. Like, it literally was the laziest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was so bad because it was so uninspired. All right, you got to admit, 
The bed scene was hilarious. That was pretty funny. The bed scene. <laughs> when they're underneath the bed. Oh. That, 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 that was a little bit humorous. Yeah, it made me laugh, but it's not a good, <laughs> yeah. it's not like a good scene. It's just because it makes you laugh because it's dumb humor. But it was funny. <laughs> All right. Basically, I mean, uh, what did you give that movie? I gave it a three out of ten. Actually, I, I believe I gave it a four. I might give it a three. I don't know. It doesn't. Really I give matter. it a three just because, like I said, it it was good picture. Just yeah, I gave it a lazy f- plot. I give it a four because I laughed twice. I and, think and <laughs> laughing was good. They like give it a point each time you laughed. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but so, I mean, I, I, I love this movie, but not as much as to, <laughs> to all, all the boys, boys I've I loved. loved. <laughs> now this, this movie was actually the first one we watched of the four that we watched. And yes. I thought, how could this get worse? Uh, but what a- I was so wrong. I, I actually, I'm changing. My, I love this movie. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Compared to if those ones. are the only four movies I had to see, this movie's a ten out of ten for sure, for sure. I mean, this movie, I mean, Noah Centino, Neo, or whatever the frick his name is, is in this movie. That's good enough for me to put it on Netflix's all time okay, best. Can we just put down if another child was never in a movie ever again? I wouldn't be mad. Child actors are really the worst. Like you can put a child actor in it as long as they don't speak. But as that, soon that's as the they thing. Speak, she it goes okay. all down. We'll get into we'll get into her because we gotta explain what we're talking about here. So basically, it's directed by Susan Johnson and uh, Lana Condor stars as the lead role of Laura Jean, and then her love interest knows Centino. I don't want to say Centino, but I don't think that's it. Is play is Peter, basically. You know, you basically, want, you want to know an interesting fact on her? She was in X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> oh, great! And she was in uh, Patriots Day. I mean, she actually wasn't the absolute worst actor. I'm not. Don't get me wrong; she was not good. She was probably, but the best she wasn't out of the like ones in it the, for sure. She wasn't the worst, and that's not saying much that she was the best. So, so let me give you a little little rundown of this. Uh, great movie here okay so basically um you got this amazing uh, well, apparently this amazingly striking boy that's just all the girls want was wait was this the movie that started with the montage uh anyway i'll get into it i'll, I'll figure it out but anyways basically what happens is she has an older sister and younger sister her older sister is dating her next door neighbor yeah who see she secretly is in love with Basically, well, they've been friends. They've uh, been best friends, friends. But, but she's a start. <laughs> but she's dated, but her next door neighbor started dating her older sister, so the relationship became a little strained, especially because she liked him. Yes, the sister is going to college, breaks up with him, things get a little crazy, right? She has written a note to all the boys she's had crush on. Doesn't everyone know when you commit a crime, you don't keep the evidence? Like, this is yeah. basically so, what yeah, she's doing she, is she, keeping She the writes evidence. these love letters to them, but she never gives them to and them. And she keeps it kind of like, okay, I, I, it's like in her closet in a box. Yeah. Um. So basically what happens is the little sister finds them, and she realizes that she is so lonely, so she mails them out to all of them. Somehow she had all their addresses, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Anyways, she mails them all out to them. They all get them at the same time, and they basically all have questions for her. Well, because she actually likes the next-door neighbor, 
she doesn't want him to know that she actually likes him, and she just plays it off kind of as it was just a thing she wrote in the past. So what she, she does to get at him, I guess, is the one person she wrote a note to is Noah Centineo. And greatest, greatest actor ever I've ever seen in my life. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and basically, Noah wants to get back at his ex-girlfriend, so they make a pact together to fall in love and act as boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> what happens, you guessed it, they actually fall in love and have feelings for each other. It's crazy. You would have never thought. This movie, I mean, I have so many things that are wrong with this movie. For one... They try to show that the that Laura Jean and her next door neighbor had like this really good relationship, and one of the scenes they show them that they had a really good relationship is they talk about if they would pee themselves. Yeah, that that was the whole scene. It it was, it was honestly pretty crazy. Like and, I was like, wow, <laughs> you know, I need to relook at all my relationships, and I'm like, did did I actually go up to people? And I'm like, did I talk about peeing myself with you? And then they're like, no. I'm like, I guess we're not good friends. Yeah, the reason that made me so angry is because I'm like. This is what they chose to show that they were really good friends. It goes back to the writers. I mean, I mean yeah, I'm going to look up what this writer's known for. Anyways, so this movie is this every high school movie you could think of smashed together and puked on a plate for you and just handed to you because that's what it is. And then also the little sister, as we were touching on before, is the absolute worst. She is so bad at acting. But what doesn't help is the lines they give her only accentuate how bad she actually is. It is awful. So this is actually apparently based on a novel. Yeah. I would never want to read that novel ever in my it life. It has to be better. It has to be better. I mean, I, I hope so. They say the book's always better than the movie. But if this movie is really low, like that means the book is what going to be one point better than it. And also, so the screenplay writer or the screenplay that took it from the book and put it into the movie. Yeah. Once again, not known for anything except for, except for, I know we've all been waiting. Camp blood, the musical. Oh yes. Great movie. And man seeking woman. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is my, (laughs) this looks like a movie. We got to watch. This is, this is the problem with this movie. It was, I feel like it was written by someone who's 50 years old and totally off touch. Cause I'll get into the ending. Oh yeah, that looks phenomenal. Uh, there's definitely something. There's definitely something like just off about this whole movie. Basically, yeah, it's all the acting, no, no, everything. But what I'm like saying the is scenes, like, just everything. Spoiler: Noah Centino is in it. <laughs> spoiler: One of the biggest things is when they actually are together, right? They actually profess that they love each other. Laura Jean and Noah Centino, they profess they love each other in the hot tub and start making out, and someone videos them. Just making out in the hot tub, but mind Caleb, you, on the ski trip. That means they had sex instantly. No, 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 no. They I'm not, had sex. Not even done yet. But what happens is when the, she goes back inside and she's feeling all warm and fuzzy about this, he goes to his ex girlfriend's room right after that. And later in the movie, she figures finds this out, and she's all mad at him and confronts him about this plot twist. He doesn't tell her though. He lets her stay mad at him. For a long time, only to reveal what she could have done days before, right at that moment, that he was in there to call things off forever. It's true. He doesn't say anything. 
he it, oh oh my gosh this this the writing and everything for this movie this really makes me mad I, I mean, mean it's it's though it's not the worst acting we've seen like besides the little girl the no. little girl was awful but <laughs> you're right you're right we we'll get to that next we'll there get is to some that next. well I I mean like come on come on I mean so I mean Kel, what'd you give this movie. I mean, because that's basically all we can talk about this movie. This movie, this movie was... I gave it a 2 out of 10. Probably the least interesting movie. For one, because I was kind of excited about Tall Girl, because I'm like, you know, all the controversies that's starring about it. And then I was kind of like, kind of excited about Murder Mystery, because I knew all the money that was put into it. I'm, why am I excited about these? I wasn't excited about any of them. It was just more exciting than the next I one. I will definitely say, this movie by itself would be... A funny watch, but, but, this movie (laughs) fails in comparison to the other three. Oh, yeah. I mean, this movie, the kissing scenes in this is awful, but not as bad as the kissing booth. That's true. The kissing booth is by far the worst movie I've seen in five years. We can't open like that. Come on, get get the reviews out. We gotta get the the good. Just give me a little breakdown, kissing booth. I'll I'll pull up this. I'll pull up this great review. Where to start? This is like a heartwarming kiss from two people that you never know. It's about this high school student that is all of a sudden hits puberty in one year and you know just everything i mean when i mean like not it's not over time it, it's one day like she wakes up and all of a sudden she has a butt and she has boobs i mean i'm i'm not writing this this is what was in the movie and then she has this best friend that you're you're pretty sure i'm not saying anything about this but you're pretty sure he's gay the whole movie but then they hit on oh he's in love with this girl and then, to top it off, she breaks the number one rule. There's no rules, except for this one rule. Don't fall in love with your other siblings. Which only applies to <laughs> to that brother, because she has, like, a really, really little brother. So, like, it couldn't apply any other way. And she falls in love with his brother. And it's just spiraling out of control. And... It, it's it's all kissing booth you're like oh is like the whole movie based on the kissing booth no no i know that's what you were thinking there's two scenes in the movie about the kissing booth i mean you could make the argument oh this is where they fell in love no no that's a terrible argument there's no reason it should be named this i mean i mean i'll just i'll just read a little part of a review because i think this encapsulates the whole thing this is by uh jxdy chess on Letterboxd, she says, The Kissing Booth, where do I begin? This movie transcends all other that dare to come before it. It skillfully snipes down movies like Francis Ford Coppola's The Godfather or Tarantino's Pulp Fiction, turning them into meaningless stains of foolishness on the tapestry of cinema. The Kissing Booth is the room of good movies, yet still manages to outshine amateur efforts like Shawshank Redemption or Citizen Kane. (laughs) That is just a bit of the review. And it's all true. It's all true from like, the heart. Like, so hang on. It's this girl who was super this non-attractive, right? But then she grew into a woman in one her day, junior in year, one day, basically. And one she's day. best friends with this kid who's kind of silly and not good with the ladies, and they have all these arbitrary rules. 
but her older but his older brother is like the captain of the football, really attractive dude, really tall and all those things. And she kind of likes him throughout the whole movie. What we find out though is that he tells all the other guys that they can't date her and she wonders why. Only to find out that he likes her. And guess what? They get together. But oh, could it be that simple without some problems? Wait, time out. Can we... Uh, I don't even... I don't even know where to begin. I mean, this movie is trying to put off this seamless love story. Okay, I'm going to use this word as lightly as I can. But she is borderline a slut. Like this, borderline the whole, a-whore. <laughs> this is the this is my problem with especially the Netflix teen movies. They like sit there and they are like, oh, here's a good message, here's a positive message to share with our teens. But then you watch the movie and it is not a positive message. It's a movie about her transcending into whoredom. Like that she, is the whole she, movie. She's supposed to be this nice girl that you know like doesn't get in any trouble, anything like that. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, she's stripping for the guys in the locker room. And you're like, I'm, and then guy's recording it, which is against the law <laughs> to have a phone out in the locker room. Yeah. And then just, it just keeps escalating of her just doing worse and worse and yeah. worse and worse things. Until she's a really kind of, at best, a mixed bag of goodness. I don't know what to say. Also, can we like, I mean... Obviously, you know, looks is all, you know, in judgment, people's opinion. But I think we can all agree the, like, really cool hot girls at this school are not even that hot. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm yeah, not going to be, it's, like, it's, they're, they're it's actually kind of ugly. This movie <laughs> is, is the super cheesy ripoff of Mean Girls. It's literally the cheesiest ripoff of Mean Girls. These three girls who are the Mean Girls I know. in the school. And I then know. the girl has to fit in with them because she wants to be popular, and she starts turning into one of them through the movie. It's literally the plot of Mean Girls. But, but Mean Girls does it terribly good. executed. Mean Girls does it good. And also, the, the main actress... Um, she's actually jo- in some Joey movies, King. Though. She's in the TV show the the act, which is about basically her mom drugged her to be like autistic, she's but she also wasn't in autistic. The movie Summer of '03, and she's the kid in Conjuring. One yeah, of the kids. But what I'm saying is like, and she's in Slenderman. Apparently. Watching this movie, all I could think about is that TV show she's in on Hulu, where she plays a borderline kind of like a drugged <laughs> autistic girl. So when they're trying to make her like seem attractive, and also. How many random panty shots are in this movie of her? There's so many. Like, so unnecessary. And it was like... Like, this was... Like, I was like, I'm not sure if this is going to be child pornography or something. Yeah, and well, that's what I'm not. saying. They try to make her junior. It's just weird. It's just weird and creepy. Not hot. And, and, and I don't it, like it She actually... All. Okay, in a, in a sense, she actually, like... For most movies, the actors generally look super old in comparison. She actually looks like she could maybe pull off a senior in high school. Yeah. The guy, the the senior yeah, who's guy, twenty five. Seems like <laughs> he's like thirty years old, and you're like, all right, I'm not sure what's going on here, but I'm pretty sure that's against the law. And let me tell you, I'm a sucker for a good montage. I'm a big sucker for a good montage, but let me tell you, worst montage ever. This is legitimately the worst montage. It's like this movie. It basically explains her like 
brings you up to date where she's at. It's like, oh my gosh, we had so much fun. My neighbor and all, we did all these crazy things as kids. Then my mom got sick. But then we still had a lot of fun and we were just this a big happy bowl of fun with our family. And then my mom dies of cancer. But then everything is still great. I'm like, what the heck is this? Mont like, who put this together? Who thought this was a good idea for an opening montage? Can we also hit on how I wasn't, Batman was actually in the movie and you're like, oh, he dressed up in a costume no no there was a scene where he literally ch his voice changed and he was basically like where is she that was, that's basically what he was doing and i was like what the heck is going on and also this movie was actually kind of funny because there were so many scenes that like you did not see coming like it'd be different if like you were like oh yeah i saw that coming like they're walking on a pew and like you're not you're like this I don't even know why this is brought up in the movie. Like, yeah. doesn't make any sense. And she's like, "Hey, I was thinking about this year for our party that we'd do costumes. costumes." And he just instantly turns to her and he's just like, "Any chance I get to cross dress on? You know I'm in." Yeah. But then at the party, he's dressed up as Batman. Time out though. But they obviously didn't, like have the right to dress up as Batman, so he doesn't have like the ears or anything. So also makes it more confusing why yeah. they chose to go with Batman, knowing they couldn't do Batman. Yeah, but so that it just line looks doesn't like make any sense, and it was just so funny because it was like, how does that line up with the movie at all? I mean, this movie has so many conflicting tones to it. Like this movie is like some points feels like this like teen drama rom com kind of thing, kind of thing for like teenagers and then it turns into this then it like tries to be edgy and just turns super cringy throughout the whole movie i mean oh, i can name so, so many scenes the running scene it looks like she's never ran more than oh. five feet in her entire it, life and she's running in full-on clothes like it's not like she's running in no. shorts and a t-shirt it's like i don't even know man no no it literally looks like her running it literally looks like she wasn't able to run, so they had to CGI her running. That's how it looked. <laughs> and also, with her slow descent to whoredom, one of her first steps is they have this big party, and she drinks probably probably a gallon of hard liquor. For somebody that's never drank, because she starts off the scene with, no, I don't drink, yeah, I don't, I've never I drank really before. Somebody that never drinks, if you drink that much alcohol, you're dead. You're you're literally dead. You're dead. There's no way she lives. And her of her like, okay, I'm not like assuming her weight. I know you, actually, I can assume they say you're she's not probably under to 150. Ask it. Yeah, she's easily, under 150. Easily. Let's just say that she. There's no way she could put down that much. If she put it that much down, her liver would literally dissolve and she'd die. And also before, before that, she would have been knocked out within an hour. Yeah, with how much she was drinking. Easily, and she's, like, still active and doing stuff. How'd you get up on a pool table? If you're that drunk, I know people that can't even make one step. <laughs> one step. Also, I just want to hit on this real quick. Are there actual kissing booths? Or are those just in movies? I think they're just in movies. I've never seen one. I've been waiting for one all my <laughs> life. I mean, She's the Man has one. This one has one. And they're only used to, like, so that they kiss... They're crushed. Like, that's literally yeah. the only reason they're used. Well, this movie is just adding to the whoredom. Like, they, her idea was the kissing booth. <laughs> I guess. It's just, I've never seen one or ever heard of anyone running one. Maybe, maybe they were a thing. I don't know. I'm also, just saying. Also, the probably the only scene that actually made me feel legitimately bad for somebody. I mean, I'll have to get into other scenes about this kid. But his brother, 
whose name is uh hold on. So you got Noah's the older brother and then is Lee. Lee, her best friend. Yeah. When Noah isn't gonna do the kissing booth and they're like, We still wanna Flynn. And he's like, I got a great idea. Why would he ever think this is a good idea? They don't he knows they don't want him. So then he goes up there, gets this ton of flack, which ends up he finds his love or whatever. But he gets a ton of flack and you kind of feel bad for him. But then you think back and you're like, why would he ever think this was a good idea? Okay. And then mind you. Okay. So uh, they get together. Noah and the main girl. They get together in the movie, right? And uh, they're singing. I hope she and, has a name. Uh, and they, Lord, is it Lord Jean? No, that's the last movie. No. What's this one? <laughs> Shelly. And, but that's her real name. But her name's Al, Ellie. Ellie? Yeah. They call it. Yeah. Al. Al. Yeah. What am I saying? Yeah. Al. Shelly Evans killed. So they call her L. Anyways, where did they get L from Shelly? E L L E. Um. Anyways, retarded. <laughs> I mean, that's dumb. We don't use the R words on this podcast. All right. I'm sorry. Accept <laughs> my apology. Anyways, so what happens is they get together and they have to keep it a secret. Blah blah blah. It's really dumb. But with that, he's supposed to be like this dumb jock Noah. Basically, and then they have this scene, which is just like so dumb, so 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 dumb. Basically, he's like, yeah. He, she she overhears them talking about Ivy League, and she's like, oh, I didn't know you're going to an Ivy League. He's like, yeah, I got accepted into Harvard for sports. No, 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 for academics. He's super smart too, Seth. He's the uh, complete package, of course. I forgot. Anyways, and then he's like, oh yeah, but I I don't think I'm gonna go though. I'm like I'm like. Ugh. Like is this guy okay? He's not gonna go to Harvard when he gets a full ride. He's like he's like full, full scholarship. I I don't yeah, want it. I'm I, not. I don't need it, man. I mean, kill. He, he let's. He's not that privileged. He has a p- giant outdoor pool at his yeah. home. His like parents literally bought him a motorcycle, a twenty Brand million dollar Harley home. Davis motorcycle. His brother has a old Mustang, which probably cost a little bit of money. Yeah, I mean, but, oh my gosh, it's just such a bad ripoff of so many other movies. This movie was literally so, so cringy. Legitimately one of the worst movies that I've ever seen. Like, legitimately one of the worst movies. I it, mean, I was laughing because it was how so bad. bad. It, it maybe be, it might be so bad it's good. It might be so bad nah, it's good. it's not that point. I mean. It, it might be because it I, was, I was laughing a lot during it. I don't know if I'd ever watch it again. Like, there's better movies. I don't know. I, I, if I had a group of friends. I'd watch Love on a Leash before I watched Love on a Leash, 100%. I agree. Well, we've all seen Greatest Love bad movie. <laughs> you moved down the list. All right, I see where you're coming from. No, yeah, this movie is absolutely awful. Uh, Seth, what did you give it? You know, Caleb, this may be shocking. I know you guys are probably thinking I give it a one zero ten, like, but no, you got to cancel out that zero because I just gave it a one. It's so bad. I legitimately feel like I could give this movie worse. But you can't like the rating skills on, on IMDb don't go that low. Did, so I literally, like, I literally only have I think like fifteen movies that I've ever seen that reach a one. And uh, this week I was able to add two, but that's why I felt so Endgame. bad. <laughs> that's why I felt so bad putting Tall Girl in this in the one out of ten category because I'm like, Kissing Booth is so much worse. Oh like, yeah, it manages to be worse. So putting oh, him at the yeah. same rating doesn't even For feel sure. justified. But I hate Tall Girl so much. I'm like, I can't give it a two. It was the hardest rating conundrum I've had in a while, Seth. I can believe that. Now, we actually, I, I know, you're surprised. You're like, wow, Royale Cheese is coming out with 
all these crazy cool podcasts. I know. I know. We know. We got some brains behind it. Just just a little bit. We took a film class. But for our next segment, we're, we're thinking about switching it up a little bit and, you know, spoo- spooky, spooky. It's spooky season. <laughs> it's spooky season. Like, boo. But. Oh <laughs> what the heck? I mean, I had to go with all the memes, you know, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. whatever. So what we were thinking this week is, you know, we'll, we'll hit a good movie. The yeah. Lighthouse. The Lighthouse, it's supposed to be one of the best of the year. I'm actually super excited to see it. <laughs> but then bringing it back to spooky season. Spooky season, baby. <laughs> we got Evil Dead, the original, not the new one. I mean, even though a lot of people think the new one is good, we're going to go with the better one. I don't one. know anyone who thinks the new one is well, good. Well, it still has decent ratings. But the old one is still way better, so we're going to go with the old one. And then we're going to go with Evil Dead 2, which is... Apparently, a little bit more humorous. Yeah, we neither of us have seen them, and we call ourselves horror fans. So we're like, hey, we got we got to knock out some we got to knock out some movies for the spooky season. Yeah, you know? we'll be in it together. You so know? also, you know what? Since in the season of the spookiness, uh, I thought we'd recommend some uh, Netflix and Prime movies to you guys, real if quick. If you want, I mean, this is after you watch Evil Dead <laughs> and Evil Dead yeah. Two. Yeah. So with it coming around, you got Netflix. We got The Witch on there. We got The Conjuring. And uh, I feel like a lot of people have seen The Conjuring, but still, I think, one of the most scary movies. Obviously, The Witch is uh, Robert Egger, who's doing The Lighthouse, directed The Lighthouse, ah, directed this movie. There we go. And I like this movie a lot. And then you got The Sixth Sense, which is also a big-time movie. But then there's a fourth one, The Invitation, and it's a little lesser known. Let me just say this. It's not a phenomenal movie, but it has a super, super good ending. That's what I'll say about that movie. And then you got on Prime, you got Hereditary, which is one of Seth and mine personal favorite movies. Great I movie. Think. Just not even horror movies, just personal favorites. Probably you shouldn't start out with that movie. If you're this is your first time watching horror, probably don't start with that. And then and then you got obviously The Quiet Place, which came out two years ago, which is a fan favorite. And then uh, I threw in um, Annihilation, which is a really kind of a. I there's actually some legitimately creepy horror elements to it, but it's almost more of a sci-fi. And then you got a French movie, which is a really classic. If you like Alfred Hitchcock, I would definitely recommend this movie, Diabolic. It's on there. It's really good. i definitely watch it. Um, and yeah, probably the last thing, you know, to keep you... I mean, after you guys give us all five-star reviews on Apple, and if you're on Spotify, thank you for being on Spotify because they actually update their things so we can tell who's listening to us. But after you do that, if you have any questions, you want to tell us how much you love us, have any suggestions for us, want to do movie requests, or say, guys, I just, I'm on the podcast to listen to your guys' voice, because it is so great. And, I mean, whatever you want, you can send us that through our Gmail. We have a new Gmail. I know, I know. I know, we're, we're really moving up in the world. <laughs> Royale with Cheese Podcast at gmail.com. I'm not even going to spell that for you because I'm not sure if I could. Listen, but you write us a question, we will answer on the podcast. Don't even have to be on movies. You write us a question, we'll answer it. And all right? we're not wrong because we have taken a film class. We're the all-knowing. We're basically Roger Ebert. <laughs> basically. In the flesh. All right? So remember, Royal Cheese Podcast at gmail.com. Tell us any of your questions. We're here for you. We're here for you. We all took right. a film class. <laughs> all right, guys. It's been good. Peace out.